Welcome back to the Mammy Show. This is your host, Rohit. Today we have Dom, the certified coach and podcast host. Thank you, Dom, for getting into the show. Hey, thanks a bunch, Rohit. Appreciate you. <laughs> and of course, all the other folks listening across the globe. <laughs> yeah. Or Pancake if they're flat earther. <laughs> yeah, so would you just like to give a quick intro how you got started and how everything is going now? So things just started about a good, my goodness, I believe... <laughs> can't believe eight years ago close to it definitely uh close to it where i joined toastmasters international and decided to really actually network with other people and just learn how to connect with other people in a way to really get a speaker and secure one for a seminar i was gonna run in my church mm-hmm. for a community project for a public speaking seminar and after that success, I realized, you know what? I'm leaving something on the table by not sticking with Toastmasters because, hey, I mean, hey, I was I went there for networking. The mission was accomplished, but I'm glad I did stay there because through that, I was able to become a better speaker, eventually get the confidence to write and publish books of my own, and then eventually start a podcast heard across the globe. That's over 600 plus episodes mm-hmm. in by the time this probably comes out. And it's all really just from taking that step into self-development and continuously developing myself to the point where it's like, all right, I'm no longer the guinea pig from all the self-help books. I'm actually doing some of the stuff they talk about and I'm helping others to do the same. And how you been into coaching? like? Yeah, what got me into that was basically from years of being an unofficial mentor in Toastmasters and beyond in life because I jokingly say I'm an old soul in the sonic youth Mm -hmm. and that's really comes from just having great parents who are decades ahead of me and my siblings all basically being older than me at least 10 plus years older than me since I'm the youngest so I was always usually the youngest guy in the room and I was usually the one who was also the quietest in the room because it's like oh youth elders usually honor them and let them speak and then it's like oh all right let me just stay in the corner and listen then after all that listening and then folks hear me talk every now and then like oh wait this guy has something good to share like let me go on ahead and ask him for some advice and it's like hey and the thing is one of the major things about coaching is not just about advice it's more listening than anything else it's really listening and encouragement like 90 percent of coaching is really listening for what problems that your client has to solve as well as the problems that they're not vocalizing and then encouragement encouraging them to take the right step forward to change their direction and in my case changing their direction north to their next level of greatness so that's kind of where it all came from just the years of being a listener and realizing that oh listening is basically the skill that all coaches need if they really want to succeed what would you like to say something about leadership you know like what things all successful leaders have in common ah yes all great leaders are dealers in hope and kind of how the whole encouragement piece came to be because the thing is folks need encouragement when they're leaving living and breathing we all need encouragement and I've had plenty of leaders in my life, many mentors and role models encourage me to do my best. And when they saw that I was actually doing things differently than other folks, even if it may took a little extra time than some of the other other kids, (laughs) they'd be like, oh, wow. So this is the big plan all along. It's like it all came together. And the thing is, it all comes from really encouraging other people and helping folks to have hope. And not just as the only strategy, but also 
giving that as a really a starting point to something greater. So leaders are those who are dealers in hope, always encouraging other people. And they're also folks who are willing to make it through the hard days because le leaders themselves by default, they're not every day is going to be sugar rainbows and unicorns. Yeah. It's going to be a day where you may have to go through some mud and some quicksand. And if you make it out the quicksand, <laughs> you may fall into another mud trap. <laughs> To having a positive attitude, what the focus should be. To put it in a nice acronym called RAVE, R-A-V-E. And mm -hmm. the R stands for reading, great material. And usually, by default, we would go to books, articles, and things like that, and blogs. But also, in this case, reading the room at times. Because there are going to be times we are around other people. And in today's climate where emotions tend to run a little higher than they did five, 10 years ago and where folks are in a different mental space, a different headspace than they were five or 10 years ago. Sometimes you have to also make sure you're able to read the room as well. And that comes from reading great material stuff that'll enhance your mind, help you to grow better. Heck, even I recommend a book for everyone to read if they want to become a better leader is the 21 Qualities of a Leader by John C. Maxwell, a short 190 page book that will help you to develop into a great leader. Uh -huh. And the A is for audio immersion, listening to great material and listening to things that will help you to be in a positive state of mind or that will inform you to be in a better overall state. Because at the end of the day, kind of like what I mentioned earlier, there's going to be times where you have to go through times where you're rolling through the mud metaphorically. And sometimes you feel like you're falling in quicksand, especially yeah. as a new leader and you're trying to help get quick wings for your team. And it's going to require you to listen to some great things that up to put you in a positive state of mind. Great music. I love jazz and neo soul. Occasionally rap every now and then, but just good stuff to really keep me going, to keep me hype, as well as great podcasts like this, The Maven Show. Like my man's bringing mavens from across the globe to yep. inform other folks and educate folks, like listening to great podcasts like this one. And then there's the V, which is visual stimulation, like making sure that you're education time supersedes your entertainment time mm -hmm. and the thing is like a lot of folks years ago before youtube popped up tv was like the big giant hypnosis box that would steal hours out of your day nowadays it's it's the good and bad of youtube and other things online like tiktok and facebook where they have a lot more video options and these apps are built to really take away your attention which thus takes away your time so being able to really making sure you're aware of where you're spending your time with your eyes because our eyes they can really take in millions and millions of images and nanoseconds that studies show a lot quicker than words on a paper and the words that we may hear so if you could take in all those images all at once like just imagine how far you can go and how far you can learn if you can focus on turning what you see into what you can do eventually. And kind of the thumb that puts everything together and really one of my core principles, encouragement, the E is for encouragement, encouraging yourself and other people because there's going to be times where you're going to feel like, oh my goodness, like how the heck am I going to get out of bed today? Like I could yeah. stay in bed and be lazy. And sometimes you really have to encourage yourself. And I've had to do that times myself where it's like all right why am i doing this so it's like oh make a difference in the world just reminding yourself like hey there there are going to be days where you need to encourage yourself while you're encouraging other people
what makes an elite performer? What makes an elite performer an elite performer? The way I define it is someone who is resilient against all odds and delivers consistent service, great service to whatever company they work for, even if it's their own. Because in today's society, a lot of folks, they desire customer service at a minimum. Sometimes you have to take it to customer love for your clients, making sure you take care of them and care about them. And it really happens when you are focused on delivering the best service that you can for other folks. And it's even more important as an entrepreneur as opposed to an employee because an employee, even though you sign your checks by your actions, someone else will still have to sign the physical check that you receive direct deposit every two weeks or every week, depending on what you do. But employees, that's the one thing. Entrepreneurship is a different thing. It's going to be all on you and your team, especially if you have folks employed under you, like you're the face of your organization and you have to be ready to deliver consistently and when your team if they fail to deliver that's going to look bad on you yourself as the leader so elite performance is all about making sure you deliver great service to whatever organization you're part of and what makes that is making sure that you have some keys for elite performance i'll go ahead and drop three for you and the first one is mental awareness being aware of your mind because The mindset is really the keystone of your success wherever you are, because if your mind is right, everything else will follow and fall into place. And this happened in my own life where I had a paradigm shift in 2012. where I realized, all right, I want things to be different because I was going down a path where success wasn't certain to make it certain. Again, I discovered personal development and personal development to develop my mind, to be able to become a, entrepreneur and to get promoted to my full-time job and do all these other things to really keep me going to help other people. Second key is definitely time awareness, being aware of your time. Because the thing is, time is something that really can't be managed. It's really your attention that you're managing. Kind of goes back to the RAVE acronym from earlier with audio immersion and visual stimulation. Like, what are you watching? What are you listening to? Like, where's your time going? Focusing on where your attention is going, because if your attention is going to where it needs to go to generate success for yourself and other people, then you're going to have that certain success. And the third key I'll drop on is habit awareness is where your habits today are going to determine where you're going to go tomorrow. Like if you get a bad amount of sleep, if you get next to no no sleep, then you're going to feel it in the morning because there was a time where I was stretching myself too thin and I gained a whole bunch of weight. (laughs) I gained at least a good 50 pounds. Not all of it muscle, of course, because I was being a caregiver for my dying father at the time while running and starting a business while also being a full-time employee. And I had more hours in the day where I was up doing work as opposed to not taking care of myself. So making sure you have the habit of really getting good amount of sleep at least a good seven hours of sleep every day so yeah (laughs) like why all the authors even small big should start their own podcast to well to be well known more into the market you know one major reason to set folks apart as uh, authors to have a podcast especially a consistently running podcast because it gives you a chance to connect more with your readers at a different level especially if you plan on writing multiple books and publishing multiple books because it gives readers a chance to have 
a sense of who's the person behind the book that they're writing. And <laughs> jokingly, they can even see how you're procrastinating in between your books as well. So it's another way to connect with your readers and your fans. And you can also reach a different fan base and add them to your readership and then eventually grow that readership to where when you keep releasing more and more books and you get more and more coverage from the podcast that you're doing consistently that way you'll get more eyes on yourself and what you do and there's a quote i love from brad lee and it goes that the more hands you shake the more money you make well the more eyes on your business the more yeah. money you'll make and podcasting is a way to really get yourself set apart especially when you're consistent with it so authors should have a podcast to one grow their readership and their fan base Two, add another way to not only connect with listeners but also to add another stream of income to what they do because books alone aren't going to make you a sustainable business very few make enough money from their books to actually yeah. live comfortably especially those who have families so you have to really see your book as just one stream of income that can lead to multiple and a podcast can help you create multiple when it comes to affiliate marketing as well as other ways to not only market that book in your future books, but also other ways for sponsorship deals and even advertisement reads. And even if you just, and depending on what type of books you write and what you do, and if you have a great voice, you can even do audiobook reading, could be an audiobook narrator, make money from that. You can even become a podcast editor yourself as yeah. another option as well. So there's just so many things a podcast can do for you, especially as a reader. And the thing is, podcasting really should be for folks who mostly have something to promote, whether it's a business or their organization, if it's one of those types of podcasts. Now, granted, you can still be a hobby podcast. There's nothing wrong with that. There's definitely nothing wrong with that, but it'll put you at an advantage if you have a business to promote because it's another way to connect with folks, get your name out there. And if it's an interview-based show like mine, you get to get your face in front of different audiences and you get to spread the influence around. Any best advice you have for anyone? So after this podcast, anyone is getting started with the podcast, what things they should know? First one is definitely know why you want to start a podcast. Uh, mentioned that most folks who start a podcast, you know why they're starting it and the reason for it, because the thing is a lot of folks start podcasts and then they pod fade after 10 or 20 episodes where well, there's over 3 million plus podcasts out there, but probably 2 million are probably active because the thing is a lot of them, they may have found anchor and they felt it was cool. And then the pandemic, like I got all this free time, let me do this. And then yeah. when folks had to go back to work or find ways to actually make money and try not to live on unemployment benefits the whole time, they stopped doing their shows. So know why you want to start your podcast. Second is, Make sure you actually launch it and continuously market it because the thing is, one and done, once you put up a podcast, and that goes with anything. Like sometimes folks need to really see your face multiple times. They need to see your product multiple times, on average seven times, maybe nowadays 14 times. And the last thing is to have fun because the thing is, if it's if you're not having fun while you're doing it, it's just another way for you to work your butt off, then there's, there's really no major point to it because the thing is you should at least have some fun while you're here on earth so definitely have fun with your podcast because 
every time. If I make my guests laugh, then that's a win for me because a lot of folks, they need at least a little spoonful of sugar to make the medicine go down. So have fun while you're podcasting. Awesome, Dom. Well, thank you so much for having into the show, man. We will love, we, like, we just love that. And I think audience will also love it. So, yeah, just thank you so much for having it. And we would love to have you in into the next season or so, man. Looking forward to it. Be happy to pop back on like some popcorn. 